0: What is up waffle gang, I do hope you are well, my name is Mark and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below, so please feel free to use them. But if you are new here, please consider hitting the like, that subscribe and maybe, just maybe that notification bell too, as it all really helps out with this channel. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and spending a little bit of time with the channel. So thank you so much. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And this first story comes from throwaway 384 Am I the arsehole for reporting my mum for identity fraud? I, 24 male, and my girlfriend put in an application to rent a condo and found out my mum borrowed $43,000 with my social insurance. I talk with a lawyer and he tells me I can either report to my mum for identity fraud or pay it off or declare bankruptcy. I confront my mum and she begs me not to do it and just pay off the debt. I don't have anywhere near that money and decide to do what the lawyer recommended the lawyer told me filling out the police report is not the same as pressing charges but i'm still scared what might happen to her we used to be very poor and she used my social insurance to pay the bills and provide for me and my brother this feels like i'm betraying her and her and my brother refuse to speak to me my relatives all stopped talking to me am i the arsehole here Edit, people are asking me if my mum or family could pay it. I don't think so, my mum is on social assistance and my family isn't much better off. My grandma has a house, but I'm not asking her to sell it. Also, my lawyer said a police report is just getting the ball rolling on clearing up the debts and recovering my credit. It doesn't include her name. Lawyer said providing suspect is not necessary, but I'm sure if they tried, they would figure out it's her. My mum might face charges, but it's unlikely she would get jail time. Now, I'm pretty sure I know where this one's going to go and is that, you know, you've committed fraud and you've left your child, your child in $43,000 worth of debt. That isn't a small amount, is it? I mean, I couldn't imagine like having a child and then considering taking out a loan or, or whatever in their name, even that even that they're using that money to bring those children up, but then leaving that child with a debt. And from the story, I don't know the ins and outs, but it sounds like she wasn't, you know, didn't apologize for what she did in the situation either. And was just begging, please don't report me kind of thing. And I know it must be incredibly tough for OP, like whether she's guilting OP or not, I don't know, saying look I done this for you kind of thing or what. But I, I think OP does need to look after themselves in this situation at the same time, because imagine being left with that amount of debt. I would say not the arsehole in this situation, but I, I can empathize with how tough it will be for OP to do that with her mum saying stuff like, I done it for you kind of thing. But no jellyfish 1208 says not the arsehole, 43,000 is a serious sum. You could consider not doing it if she paid that debt off, if you're feeling okay with that solution. But it's unlikely to happen if anyone, including her, thinks should be the one to do it. Do they think you're just going to pull that money out of a hat? There are always going to be feelings hurt because family, but is it what family would do to put someone in debt by committing fraud? Nope, nope, nope. An OP replies is saying she doesn't have the money. She gets social assistance, which is barely enough to cover her rent and food. And Gatto Muckwitch says, not the arsehole, your mum committed fraud and left you owing 43K to the government. I know things can get desperate for people sometimes, but the fact that she didn't tell you, she hasn't made attempts to pay it back, work with you to pay it back, that shows she's not taking responsibility for her actions. Let me ask you this, if it was anyone besides your mother, what would you do? And Sacco 645 says, not the arsehole, fraud is fraud. It's horribly short-sighted to put your child into debt like that. And Zuri says, not the arsehole. She should have talked to you about it, not do it in secret. My mother-in-law made tons of debt on my SO and brother-in-law's name, on her ex-husbands, even on her dead mothers. My SO lost some job opportunities on some occasions when applying to work at banks here in Brazil because her mum made debt in her name without consulting first. No matter the reason, using a relative's name to borrow money is never acceptable without consent. And we'll have one more from Candy2228 saying, Not the arsehole. You're not talking a few hundred dollars. You're talking thousands. She wasn't even apologetic about what she did. She also didn't tell you she did this. She waited until you found out on your own. And instead of trying to fix it, she just tells you to pay it off. She only cares about not getting in trouble. She committed a crime. She deserves punishment or what is going to stop her from doing it again. You also might want to see if she did the same thing to your brother some tough ones there but what do you think and we'll move on to the next story now our next story comes from marshmallow of doom (laughs) would i be the arsehole if i told my roommate's mum that i wouldn't be following her rules in my apartment no my (laughs) my roommate who i call emily and i both 21 female are college students and we live in off-campus apartment together We split rent and utilities 50-50. I pay for my part myself, but Emily's parents pay for hers. Emily's mum is a bit overbearing and has a lot of rules for our apartment. The main one being that no boyfriends are allowed to sleep over as it's against her religion. She specifically told Emily to have a talk with me about this subject to tell me this isn't allowed after we moved in. Emily doesn't care if I have my boyfriend over for the night as she does it all the time without telling her parents. However, it strikes me the wrong way that Emily’s mum feels like she can impose non-negotiable rules on me when she doesn’t pay any of my part of the bills. Today, Emily’s parents are coming to visit, and I expect her mum to go over all the rules that she’ set with me. Would I be the asshole if I told her mum that, with all due respect, I’m paying my portion of the rent and she doesn’t have any control of the things I do in my own apartment? On one hand, I feel like I'm justified. This woman is trying to impose her own religious beliefs onto me in an apartment that I pay half of the bills for. The idea of just rolling over and telling her that I obey her demands when just doing my own thing behind her back doesn't sit right with me. However, after speaking to my own mother about the subject, she thinks that it would be disrespectful. She says that even though I'm paying for half of the rent, Emily's family is still paying for this apartment and they should be able to have a say of what goes on even if Emily and I just end up breaking those rules anyway. I've spoken to Emily about the subject and she doesn't care if I tell her mum that I will or will not be following those rules, as long as I don't indicate that Emily breaks them. So, I was hoping to get some outside opinions here. Reddit, what do you think? Would I be the asshole if I told my roommate's mum that I won't be following her rules in my apartment? Now, as you said all the way through, it's your apartment and they can't control you in any way whatsoever. They're not your parents. They're not paying your bills, so they have nothing to do with it, but I do question, and it might be a stupid question as well, and I mean, what are you trying to get out of this by approaching them with it? I mean, does it affect your everyday life anyway? Do they they come round and check on you and, and start imposing their rules on you? I mean absolutely approach that situation if that's what they're doing but if it doesn't affect you in your day-to-day life why you why are you picking this battle on I'm, I'm someone myself and i'm not i'm not criticizing here i mean if you want to go for this you absolutely go for this but i'm someone who will pick my battles i mean if it if it wouldn't affect my day-to-day life i'd be like oh, what do i really want this hassle in my life right now do i want this added drama but you know everyone's each to their own and if you want to approach this you're totally right to do so because they shouldn't be imposing these rules on you so i totally get where you're coming from but i just had to ask that question too but born to lose one says not the arsehole one she's not your mum two she's not paying your bills tell her to fuck off <laughs> Anthea m says not the arsehole at all but please follow up i want to know how this goes legal biscotti says you have every right to tell your mum you won't be following her rules but don't be surprised if you're looking for a new roommate soon after and Kit Kat Kate says, Not the arsehole, your, your answer should be, I give that all the consideration it deserves. And one of our members, Savage Inc. Studio, says, Not the arsehole, it's your apartment, not your roommate's mother's. That lady has zero say whatsoever in how you live in your apartment. And a fairly quick one there, and we will go to the next story. And our next story comes from Cherry Medium. Am I the arsehole for screaming and insulting the phone clerk after a company tried to steal from me? I had a root canal a month ago. The clinic charged my insurance $800 and me $1,600. I paid, but the root canal was botched and my regular dentist had to pull the tooth out because it was more painful after the operation than before. Another $1,000 I had to pay. This morning, the clinic that did my root canal called saying that my insurance didn't pay their share. So they are billing me the extra 800. I changed jobs in early May. I now have a different health insurance and my old insurance won't talk to me. The woman on the phone, Emma, says I have to pay $800 or they will collect from me. I asked her to discuss the bill, since I'm already $2,600 for a botched surgery. Emma refuses. Basically, she says she is unable to influence my bill and that is against policy to let me talk to her superior. I asked her to just hand the phone to her superior. She repeatedly refuses and tells me that my only option is to pay and keep quiet. I lost my call cool and started screaming like, quiet, you want me to be fucking quiet while you fleece me? Emma hung up on me, I call back, Emma again, I continued lambasting her, she hangs up, I call back, I scream, etc. I called back non-stop for close to 3 hours, every time getting more angry. After a couple of hours, I was not even bothering to ask Emma to let me talk to her superior anymore, I was just insulting her. I'd call, she'd for instance sigh and say, we have other patients, please stop calling. And I'd go, if you want me to stop calling, stop being an effing, and I can't say the word. Insults, including calling her all swear words I could think about. Fat bitch McGee, saying her parents are ashamed of her, telling her to roll up my bill and shove it in her rectum, etc. She kept basically begging me to calm down and saying shit like, I can't do anything to help you. Please, I'm a human being, have empathy. To which I replied, I am a fucking human being too and her company is trying to fuck me over. She chose to work for these people and she chose to refuse to hand the phone over to her superior. It took three hours but her manager finally picked the phone from Emma and tried to lambast me for being rude to her clerk. I screamed even harder at the manager who also swore that it was totally impossible to lower my bill. Then I finally said, I don't care how much money it cost me, but next call is to my lawyer and I'm suing the clinic for malpractice. Immediately, all the, it's impossible to lower your bill went away and the manager canceled the bill from $800 to zero in one second as soon as suing was on the table. So since Emma could get her manager on the phone and since my bill could be canceled all along and they just tried to steal from me, I feel I did nothing wrong. My wife is upset at me from screaming at this poor girl, but it worked. Was I an asshole? Now, I can understand call centers and stuff can be extremely frustrating, no matter what. They can, be ext- they can be frustrating sometimes when you don't get through to the person that you want. And ever since I've been dealing with my dad's, all his funeral and all his pensions and stuff like that and getting them canceled and paying off like overpayments they sent to my dad, it's been incredibly frustrating. And I've got frustrated myself and, you know, but I never blame the person on the other end of the phone especially when that person can only do so much. I always, I always start off with, look, I know this isn't your fault and I just want to get that out there first because I'm not blaming you whatsoever, but I need assistance with this and I don't think you can help me with this problem. Please, could you put me through to someone that can because I'm going to be going down this route with it. And usually, nine times out of ten, I've been successful with that method. Not blaming the person and screaming at someone who can't help and just giving them a shitty day. Yeah, I just, I don't agree with it. So I will say you are the asshole in this situation. Even though you did get the outcome you want, I think there is always a better way than screaming at someone that literally can't help you. And again, I'm going off on one here. But one of the companies that I used to work for many years ago, it did have a core center. And you had to go in there. Even though I just worked in the warehouse at the time, they, you had to go into the call center to see what it's all about and listen to a few of the calls and stuff like that and listen to the way some of these people talk to people on call centers. Oh, man, it's disgusting. Got some stories, though. I'll share with you another time. But let's move on to the comments to see what they say. So Cake is a die says you're the arsehole. You screamed at someone for three hours who had no authority to do what you wanted done. The correct answer was to inform Emma that you would seek legal solutions as the procedure was done poorly. Absolutely. And what M. Sarah says? And quotes, My wife is upset at me for screaming at this poor girl, but it worked. Was I the arsehole? Screaming didn't work. Threatening a lawsuit worked. You could have done that from the onset in a calm and professional manner. You abuse someone not responsible for your problem. You're the arsehole. And right said Fred says, Ugh, I feel dirty reading that. You're the arsehole. I was hoping they'd double your bill by the end of it. And Golden Nebula says, You're the arsehole. Why are you blaming the receptionist for your insurance screwing up? And Carl Drogue says, You verbally abused and harassed a woman for three hours in one day and somehow think you're in the right here. You're the arsehole. And we we'll have one more from I saying, You are 1000% the arsehole here. Okay, so it sucks the situation you're in and I'm legitimately sorry for that. That aside, I have to wonder about your mental stability here. That receptionist's only job was to call you and inform you of the situation. This is quite literally a don't shoot the messenger type deal. Even as your situation sucks, it is quite literally insane that you called this person for three hours. Where did it get you? Nowhere. So what was the point of going on a tirade? If you intended on bringing a lawyer in, that's fine, but you should have brought that up sooner than after three hours of personally insulting a receptionist for simply doing a job that she didn't want to do in the first place. Also, really name-calling and personally insulting anyone to this degree is uncalled for in any situation. It's people like you that make any job that deals with the general public an absolute hell. I work in a call center and I've seen and heard my share of shit, but this takes the cake and not something you to be proud of. You're the arsehole and you should really self-assess yourself if you are here on a public forum asking if behavior you displayed is appropriate or not. Spoiler alert, it isn't. Edit, I can't with OP. This is the first time and am I the arsehole has made me furious. And now we will move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Prophet 1309 Am I the arsehole for not forcing my daughters to spend time with her grandparents? Throw away an on mobile. I, 25 female, have three children from my first marriage. Eight female, five male, and five male. My first husband's parents are very conservative and weren't all too thrilled or helpful when I got pregnant with my eldest at 17. After his death, they insisted on being part of their grandchildren's lives. In fact, they became a lot more involved with our children after their son's death. Currently, they take all my children out on day trips every other weekend to museums, the beach, parks, etc. Over the past couple of months, my daughter had been complaining about going and she says she doesn't want to go. She becomes moody for the couple of days before and always comes back jittery. The first couple of months, I just put it down to her becoming a difficult child. I was the same when I was her age. Last month, I sat her down and asked why she didn't want to go. She said it's because her grandparents, grandmother in particular, were very critical of her from everything from how she dresses, she's very tomboyish and doesn't like to wear dresses or skirts. I'm not going to force her to wear clothes she isn't comfortable with, how she acts, she's a very polite child but very hyper, and about her grades. She's a smart girl who loves to learn but she's falling slightly behind her peers in terms of reading and spelling. I'm not concerned yet, it just takes some kids longer for it all to click into place than others. If things haven't improved by the end of next school year, year three, I'm going to push to have her tested for dyslexia. After she told me this, I made my mind up immediately and told her she no longer had to go out with her grandparents if she didn't want to. The change in her mood over the last month has been remarkable. It's like I've been given a whole new child. I spoke to my twins and asked them if they wanted to go with their grandparents and they said yes. I'm happy for this to continue up until one of them comes to me and asks to stop going. Since then, my in-laws have been accusing me of poisoning their grandchildren against them because I never liked them and I'm deliberately depriving them of seeing their grandchild. I'm still close with my first husband's sisters and they're calling me the arsehole. That they had already lost their son and it's unfair I'm depriving them from seeing their granddaughter. So, am I the arsehole? Absolutely not eight isn't it's a perfectly fine age for her to be making her own decisions like this even the five-year-olds if they didn't want to go is absolutely fine and the daughter's mental health is what is most important in this situation she she clearly said she doesn't want to be there because of the issues that's been going on and just forcing her into this wouldn't be the right thing at all and it would just be telling her that her feelings mean nothing to her nothing to you op if you if you did go down that route and was say look you have to go to your grandparents you've done absolutely the right thing in this and um, the thing that you said where poisoning their grandchildren against them because i never liked them and i'm deliberately depriving them of seeing their grandchild is horrible manipulative behavior and it does concern me about the other two as well and what they might be saying to those twins at, at the young age of five. But I don't know, I might be going a bit too far there, but it dis- does concern me for sure. But we will jump straight to the comments to see what they say. With Duckling 1701 saying, Not the arsehole, clearly they're making your daughter unhappy. You made the right decision. Your daughter's well-being both mental, physical, and emotional takes priority over their feelings. They sound really toxic, so the less contact you and your kids have with them, the better. My grandmother was similar and I wish my parents had listened to me and not forced me to continue to spend time with her. And GB Stomite says, not the arsehole, oh hell no, do not engage. They're treating her like this because she is a girl and they believe they should save her. Obviously, you're not going to do it with your fast ways. Sadly, I believe that the boys will never have this problem and will always want to continue their relationship with them. But please look out for any sexist behavior that may teach your sons and nip that in the bud. And Miranda666 says, "Not the asshole forcing a child to spend time with people that makes them miserable is horrible. It doesn't foster a relationship. It doesn't teach a child how to get along. All it does is show a child that their feelings don't matter." We talk about physical autonomy these days, but I think we should expand the conversation to include emotional autonomy, i.e., the right to not be bullied and harassed. Anyway, what do you guys make of today's selection of stories? Did you enjoy them? What are your verdicts on the stories? Please share them if you choose to do so. But as always, never any pressure either. Just you being involved absolutely makes the channel 10 times better. And I love reading your comments. If you haven't as yet, it'd be really helpful if you could click that like button below if you did enjoy. And just a huge thank you for spending 20 minutes or so with me, with the channel and getting involved. If you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for youtube or clicking the link in the description for patreon and joining up there thank you so much for your love support and time and i will see you you spicy so-and-so in the next one take care and much love